Hi, my name is Monica Gleberman. I'm Victoria Dupuy. And you're listening to Silence Onset Podcast. Hi, I'm so excited Hello. to interview you. <laughs> I, love you. The, I love the movie so much. So I have so many questions. So I'm just going to jump right in. Obviously you play Alma and she's a scientist. So I was curious your take on why she was so closed off to the idea of artificial intelligence. Obviously, you know, some scientists are so for it, right? And they're pushing and she's so against it. So I wanted to know what your what you felt her reasoning was in the beginning. Uh, I think it's a mixture. It's, it's a really, really not a very good point in her life where we meet her, like she, the breakup with her ex-boyfriend and then she's really deep into work, which she really wants to do. And she doesn't want to be distracted from that. So she's not happy about this situation also because she she doesn't have really have the time for it and doesn't want to yeah be distracted from what she really wants to do so uh and then see she's also of course skeptic skeptic is that a word yeah <laughs> um on these on this artificial intelligence and i personally can understand her very much because i would be frightened too like i would I would close the the door to right, with the key at night, yeah. having this robot around. <laughs> so um, I think it's this mixture doesn't she? She is thrown into a situation which she doesn't want to be in, and then she has this um, respect on this whole robot thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Dan does such a great job of sort of making him I think at the beginning we all feel a little how you feel I feel personally like that it'd be like so weird um but he does such a great job of making him feel human and so is there a turning point you think is it the moment when she shows when she shares with him her her personal loss or is there a specific moment for you in the film where she starts turning and starts giving him a chance and opening up a little bit yeah, you know, it wasn't, uh, it was really hard at times because Dan is all, um, really a very charming um, uh, a person and uh, the, Tom is really charming too. So I think the point, the first point for me is in the scene where Julian comes by visiting because he wants to, to get the picture. And I think in this scene, Tom starts to like be a really, uh, uh, an emotional partner for Alma because he, he starts to understand what what her feelings really are and tries to yeah step in and uh, help her through this situation and uh, I think that's the first scene where where she starts to be interested in him somehow mm-hmm. um, for me at least yeah I would say yeah, and it doesn't hurt that he's very impressive. <laughs> so if you're trying to show off to an ex, it doesn't hurt that he like knows all this information. So that was, that was a really good scene. Yeah. This script is so unique and the story is just so interesting. So I'm just curious, um, when you read the script, what drew you in and really made you want to be a part of this project? Yeah, well, I, I love this this uh, comedy about it at the beginning, this scribble-like, scenes um i thought it was really 
funny, written very funny already. And um, then this character, Alma, is, yeah, you, you can't find it so often. A woman this grown up and, uh, and independent and funny and, yeah, so unique somehow. And I was, I really wanted to do it from the start. After looking back at the film, and I know obviously you do like preparation and research and, you know, all these things to create the character, but as, as a person looking back, do you feel that, it, this sounds like a crazy question that I would ever ask someone, but do you feel like robots or the AI and humans are that different? Because I even like, there's that one scene with him sitting in a cafe and you're at work and he's like, what are they doing? And they, they mentioned how these people are watching these videos. And then there's a montage of these videos that we do such stupid things as humans and mm -hmm. we get enjoyment out of watching them and all these various things. So are we that different? Well, I think it's not so easy to draw an exact line there because artificial intelligence is already there. I mean, so many people are in love with their cell phones and <laughs> going to bed with them and rising. And the first thing is the, is the phone. And uh, um, we, I think it's, it's more into our lives already than we, than we realize. So, um, of course, not always in, like, in person, like as a robot, but it's not that easy to say where's that and where are we anymore, I, I think. Well, you're right. Yeah. I, and I think it's a good comparison with iPhones and all these other devices, right? Because we don't even think about it and they learn, they do learn, like they start learning things, right? Mm -hmm. And they make suggestions for you and you're looking, even the internet or Facebook, you see these pop-ups, you're like, I was just watching something related to that. So it is in a way almost acceptable, but when you think about it as a, as a person, quote unquote, it's kind of odd to think that a person would be doing that same type of learning and adjusting to be kind of like a partner. I mean, of course there are parallels like a partner, which you like a human being, which you, who you meet and want to get to know uh, each other. And of course it's the same kind of, okay, I, I, I'm trying to learn something about you and I'm trying to get better at responding to you. And yeah, they are parallels, of course. <laughs> this movie does such a fantastic job of capturing the human condition and human nature and the connection between Alma and Tom, even though he is a humanoid, is just very real and you can tell it's there. So I'm curious, without giving too much away about the ending, because it seems pretty open-ended, what, what kind of future would you like to see for Alma and Tom? Um, <laughs> I think that's so just so good together that everyone should hope that they're just staying together and well um, no matter if he if they he's a humanoid and she's a human being but um, I think in the end he's gone and she she just imagines him still being there but that's just my personal view of things but that's, I mean, that's the whole question about Alma. How, how is she going to decide about head and right. heart? And um, that's the interesting thing on this character. Everyone has, has different clues. Like in the end, every one of us was imagining other things. Like Right, everyone can have their own sort of ending watching it. Yeah, it's so I mean, it's great. Huh? That's why Maria did it. Um, yeah.
to yeah to have something to discuss afterwards <laughs> well it, it is true that it's so open-ended because for me when she first of all her going out of her way to find him him not going back to the factory which, which is like odd and then going to a place where she knew he would be from the, her childhood memory right that she tells him and she tells that story about how she always could feel him you know the, this younger boy and she would open her eyes and all that stuff and then she closes her eyes so I felt like it was like an opening so the right at the end I'm going kiss her <laughs> like I want to like come in and like kiss you so I was like come on do it and then like it ends like you just and then no fade to black I know so me and Victoria yeah. like what do you think do you think like they're together I'm like I don't know do you think they're together so like <laughs> I hope that they ended up together um you know like the funny scenes with with Alma like in the beginning kind of making fun of him and throwing stuff at him and playing with his face and and then she totally changes by the end, you know, and she doesn't even want him to go. So I just felt like her kind of chasing him and him being in a place that meant something to her. To me, it puts like the, like the love in it. So I'm like, they're together. Like they have to, but we were yeah. talking about that before. <laughs> now, of course, it's not easy. I mean, she, she opened up really 100, 100% there. And uh, of course it's hard to imagine that they are not together in the in the end but um yeah how was it working with dan because he has you know you do such a great job as alma and like the scientific background and like following her and what she's researching but you know dan has to play this like likable robot right like not really awkward and i love that joke where he makes the robot voice mm -hmm. um and then he's like, oh, I was just, and the guy says, Are, was he messing with me? And you're like, yes, like he was kidding. <laughs> so he does such a great job of making a robot so human that you forget at times that he has mm -hmm. an artificial intelligence. So what was it like working with Dan and the process between you two for scenes? Yeah, I mean, Dan is really great. He's friendly and funny and really a really good partner. And um, I think both of us, here are really dependent with our characters on the other one. So Alma wouldn't be there without his Tom and other way around. So it's always, yeah, us two together. And uh, it was really funny because it, they are really so different at the beginning. And then we, we also imagine, okay, how is this gonna work? And are we gonna be able to, to make them really to make them meet and to make them fall in love and um, to make this work out. It wasn't really clear the, at the beginning. It was so, yeah, so much like, so different the two characters. And, but that I think is the, the good thing about the, it, the film because it goes, it really goes the whole way, like from this distance to, to this point where, where they open up or, Alma more but um yeah where you really believe okay these two are kind of in love like Monica just mentioned there's comedy in it with him doing the robot voice when he's a humanoid and just playing with people and but also the dialogue is also just beautiful the love is also there like you just mentioned so I'm curious if there's a specific line or part of the movie that like sticks with you just pulls at the heartstrings a little bit I really love the dialogue when they are lying in the grass in the in the forest and where they're talking about 
uh, how they met and where, where they're making up this this backstory of theirs and um i love i really love this this dialogue how he tries to get through to her there with this with his imagination and um yeah i love that scene very much in that dialogue i was so happy that this film was done in a different language i know that sounds odd but like I think that if it was done in English, I don't know if it would have made as much of an impact. And I thought it was so nice that it was like a native language and then you, you're reading it on the bottom. And, you know, some people I know struggle with that when there's subtitles at the bottom and how you feel about it. But literally you kind of forget that you're even reading, like you're just like in it with, with them, I would say within the first like 10 minutes. So was it nice to kind of film a movie and not have to be asked, hey, you have to do it in English or you have to do this to be able to just speak, I mean, it's so beautiful, like Victoria said, and I think a lot of it is to hear the language, which is so nice. Well, I usually film in German, so for me it's, <laughs> but actually I love, I mean, Dan enjoyed very much filming in German and I, when when I do it, sometimes I film in French or sometimes in English and I always enjoy it very much because you have this, I think you're more free in a different language like not so connected to your habits or to what you always do or what you always think because when you work in a different language you have also thought different thoughts like that your kind of thinking changes with the language and that's a very exciting process for me but this one was in German which is really my language so yeah well it's this. funny because as an American to me, it's like so nice. It's like fancy and pretty and beautiful <laughs> hearing a different language, you know? And I know so many times with movies now, they try to like force you to do one language or force you to do this accent or force. So I thought it was so nice that it was natural, that it was like a mm -hmm. native movie and it had the words at the bottom and it was just so beautiful and you just kind of fall into it. So I thought it was so nice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I hope she enjoyed doing it in her own language because it was, it was so pretty. I mean, I love the German language, really. I, I, I'm, I love languages and in the, uh, every language, all languages. I think language is really something very beautiful about mankind. And um, yeah, I love the German language, which is kind of complicated compared to English somehow. It has like we always uh, explore that because when I, when Dan was saying something in English, it was like a short sentence and really to the point. And, and me then with three, four German sentences saying the same thing, but like with, it's so different, the two languages. Well, you guys are so perfect together though. Like this, this film really hits so well. And like I said, in the first 10 minutes, you get so invested. How is it on the locations? Because all the locations that you guys go to are either super gorgeous or like very high tech science mm. so really like a dichotomy between the two. So how is that filming on the locations? And I know you mentioned that Meadow scene was your favorite, but just location wise, I mean, it's some of the stuff is just so beautiful. Yeah, they did a good, good job to find these like new locations because Berlin, there's a lot of filming in Berlin and everyone wants to do his films in Berlin and and we saw a lot of those pictures already and but I think Maria did a good job to find other some other pictures there of the the museum uh, parts or um, 
And then we did uh, part of it in a studio that like Amma's um, flat is, is a studio. And I enjoyed that very much because, yeah. But then it's a, it's a flat which really exists somewhere else. And we did the balcony scenes on, on this existing flat. And uh, it had the same view that we had in the studio, like with a um, photo. And then we went, walked into this flat, which exists, and it had the exact same view. It was funny. So no, I think, yeah, and also, the, I mean, the, the camera, the, the photographer, he's, he's really great too, um, Benedict Neunfeld. How would you describe this film? And, you know, I always ask everyone, like, how would you push it to people? Why do you, why should they go, like, watch it? I love it. Victoria loves it. But, you know, I always try to give someone, you know, a moment, your 30-second pitch of how great um, the film is. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, it has this comedy entry where, where we have this Alma character who is not really an easy character and she's put into a situation which she hates which is a it's a is a normal like comedy setting uh, a person who is in a situation which she really doesn't want and then has to kind of find her way through it and then um yeah we have this comedy beginning and then it turns like into a, like a melancholic trip somehow um, through all these questions about life and love and uh, who are we, where are we going to go and yeah it's just this it's a like a it's like a road movie really without a car or something it's it's a trip yeah well I want to thank you so much it was so good it was so beautiful thank you very love very it. much yeah thank you're welcome so good. of course yeah Nice to meet you too. Bye.